0: you'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State Checklist and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm going to share with you five books that if you study, they will enable you to not only transform your thinking, but also transform your identity and transform your behavior. They'll be able to help you transform enormously what's possible. You'll be able to become a a lot more adaptive You'll be able to, I would argue, achieve what you currently believe is impossible because what you believe is impossible right now is simply based on your own beliefs about what is possible. And a belief is not something that's true, but it's something you believe to be true because you've put a lot of trust in it. In other words, a belief is simply a thought that you've put an enormous amount of trust in such that you... You think it's true and what you think is true isn't always the case. So I'm going to walk you through these five books and a basis of what they teach you so that you can ultimately use this knowledge to unpack and let go of some of the limiting beliefs you have, start to question them, start to un. Peel away the layers of what you're now committed to, because what you're committed to right now, and we all have hidden commitments, they're commitments that are subconscious, which are holding you hostage. Your unconscious will only allow you to have what you believe you deserve. As Dr. David Hawkins said, the challenge is, is that you're, you're subconsciously committed to a lot of things. These are beliefs and your identity. And so those hidden commitments are driving your behavior and keeping you going through repetitious loops. And so one of the most powerful things you can do is study new books that give you new perspectives and then put that knowledge to use. That's the only reason to gain knowledge uh, or to develop perspectives, is to put it to use and to try it. And then to start uncovering your own hidden commitments, your identity from your past self, and also the beliefs that are holding you hostage. So let's go ahead and jump in. Book number one is Out of the Maze. I actually listened to this book for the first time yesterday and was shocked at how good it was, and so I've listened to it three times now. It It is written by... Spencer Johnson, who sat, you know, he's passed away. This book actually came out after he passed away. Spencer Johnson wrote the famous book, Who Moved My Cheese, which has sold, appro- uh, you know, approximately 30 million copies. And this book, Out of the Maze, is the follow up to Who Moved My Cheese. And this book is all about beliefs. That's what this book is. It's a f- great book. It's only like an hour and a half long. You could read the whole book in an hour and a half. I listen to audiobooks on like 2x speed. And so it's like literally like 40 minutes, but it is filled with so much wisdom, so much knowledge. And so basically, the idea here, is is that we all have beliefs, which are assumptions about what we think is true. And a belief is simply a thought that you've put a lot of trust in. Those beliefs lead to commitments. They lead you to a way of doing things. You could believe something is true that is ultimately not true. Uh, It's just what you think is true. And so this book walks you through just how to question your own beliefs, and ultimately it teaches you how how to become open to new thoughts. There's a great concept in psychology, which is openness to new experiences, but also you want to have openness to new ideas. And when you become flexible psychologically, you don't get so fixated in overly defining who you are or how the world is. You don't see the world as it is. You see the world as you are. So in order to gain new, new opportunities, in order to create new results, you've got to have new beliefs that will allow you to do that because your beliefs are what you hold to be true. And one thing that's great when you start to develop emotionally and mentally is it's realizing that what you believe is simply what you believe. It doesn't mean it's actual truth, but it's subjective truth, it's lower T truth. In order to get out of the maze, as I talk about, the maze is really your current beliefs. It's your current way of operating and seeing things, which is keeping you going through loops. And this book helps you to get out of the maze, which is out of your current beliefs into a whole new world of opportunities. This book helped me to see how quickly a new belief can be developed and formed. A belief, again, is simply a thought that you've put an enormous amount of trust in such that you believe it's true. You've gone from thinking to feeling to knowing. One of the things that this book will help you to do is just simply to try on a new belief and then to to hold on to it long enough such that you trust it. And once you trust it, then you can start to reinforce it. And then you can be flexible enough to, to let it go when it becomes limiting. It becomes limiting once it stops you from going to the next level from where you're wanting to go. And so as an example, simply think about something that you want to achieve, which right now you believe to be impossible. Just think about something you really want and then ask yourself. And this is where all progress starts by telling the truth. And it might be useful to do it in a journal, but simply reflect on the beliefs you have right now, which are opposing to you achieving that goal. Chances are you have a lot of inherent beliefs or assumptions about yourself, about the world that would stop you from being able to achieve the goal you want. So then you start to question those beliefs and you start to say, why do I, why did I think that was true? Or when did I, when did I develop that? And what has that led to in terms of how I've approached my life? Out of the maze, get out of the maze of your current beliefs and realize that there's a lot out there that would be possible if you open yourself up to a new belief. And a, a belief is simply a thought which you've put trust in such that you believe it to be true. You trust that it's true. It's a a thought that you trust is true. The next book is The Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton. And why this book is really cool, Unleashing the Power of Consciousness, Matter, and Miracles. Bruce Lipton is, he was an MD, I believe, but the, the, the main ideas of this book are, and he's speaking a lot about biology. He's speaking about genetics and about the ability to change he speaks a lot about what are called epigenetics. This is the fact that not only is your environment signaling to your body what to do, so our, 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 our genes are essentially what are signaling on and off from our environment. But it's not just the outside environment, it's, it's your perception of the environment. So as an example, if you think something is harmful, then that perception is going to shape how your body relates to it. There's a great book actually called Counterclockwise and even Mindfulness from Ellen Langer, and she talks a lot about this, that your your perception of your environment influences how your body metabolizes that experience. So if, for example, and this is just true of all perceptions, If you think an event is terrible, then your body is going to internalize it as terrible and it's going to be stressful to you. Whereas you can learn to shape your view, your filter, and you can view the same experience as positive, right? This is what post-traumatic growth is such that it stops impacting you negatively physically. There's been so many studies on this. I'll share with you my favorite one, actually. It's called Mindset Over Milkshakes. The researchers basically got test subjects. They gave them all the same milkshakes, right? But they told the different subjects that these milkshakes were different things. Some of the subjects they told that the milkshakes were a healthy milkshake. All the milkshakes, I believe, had 380 calories. But to some of the groups, they told them that the milkshake, they gave them like information about it, and they said that this is a very healthy milkshake. Like it's mostly vitamins and stuff like that. And it's like 180 calories. And then to another group, they said this is extremely fatty milkshake. This is like near a thousand calories, very sugary. They framed them for it. They actually tested their blood at different levels. And you can look up this study. It's called Mindsets Over Milkshakes. The main point here is is that they gave them a priming, a frame. They showed them nutritional facts and gave them information. And then they let the subjects drink it. And then they tested their blood afterwards. They tested for, I believe it's a peptide called ghrelin. And ghrelin is what signals to your brain that you're hungry or not. And so they not only, they wanted to see how perception impacted biology. So the people who consumed the milkshake that they thought was 180 calories, they thought it was healthy, they had a lot of ghrelin in their blood. And again, the ghrelin signaled to their brain that they're still hungry. So like basically it was a hormone saying that you're still hungry. They had a lot of ghrelin in their blood. Whereas the people who consumed literally the same milkshake, but they thought it was a super heavy milkshake, they had very little ghrelin in their blood, meaning that they did not have hormones signaling to their brains that they were hungry. In fact, they, they thought that they were really full. And this is not just mentally. Like, so they were tested on multiple levels. Mentally, they were tested to say, do you still feel do you still hungry or do you not? And subjectively, the, the people who consumed the lighter milkshake thought, yeah, I'm still pretty hungry. Whereas the ones who thought that they consumed a six or 800 calorie, they're like, no, I'm really full. So that was mentally. But physically, again, the people who thought that they consumed the healthy milkshake had more ghrelin in their blood. In other words, their thoughts produced their perceptions, shaped their biology. So that's what this book goes into, and it trains you to shape your perspective, shape your belief, which will allow you to reshape your biology. This is a phenomenal book. As a man Thinketh, this is just a an old classic book. It's a short book, just like the the first one. This book can be read in about an hour and a half, but it just trains you to realize that what you think about shapes so much of what you see. Psychologists would call this selective attention, and this this invites you to use your imagination to start thinking more powerfully of what you want to see rather than taking what you see at face value, start to think about what you want to see and start to think new thoughts, start to imagine new realities. Albert Einstein said, imagination is more important than knowledge. Start to use visualization, start to think new thoughts. The thoughts you repetitiously think, you know, going back to biology of belief are going to shape your perspective of your, you know, it's going to shape your biology, but it's also going to shape your reality. It's going to shape your outcomes. So this is a really good one. And this goes to the idea that a belief is simply a thought that you've put trust in and you trust it such that you think it's true. And so as you change your thoughts and as you start to think about the future that you want and then as you go from thinking to feeling to knowing, you go from thinking about that future to trusting it and trusting that it's true, then you'll start to reshape your view of the world. You'll start to reshape what you see. You'll start to move towards your goals and so this book just basically says you are as you think, as you repeatedly think. And so I'm going to now go to this next one, which takes it to a whole nother level, which is rather than just having your thoughts be a byproduct of your environment, which is a low level of thinking, and, and most people's thoughts are simply a product of their context. This book shows you why we all have what they call an immunity change. You want to make certain changes in your life, but you have subconscious immunities to that change. And those immunities are hidden commitments you have. Your hidden commitments are your identity. And your hidden commitments come from hidden beliefs or assumptions. And again, your beliefs are simply thoughts that you've trusted and believed to be true. You trust that these thoughts are true. And so this book shows you how to be a lot more honest with yourself, to think about the goal you want to achieve, the the change you want to make, and then to be a lot more mindful of the actions and behaviors you're taking or not taking, which are stopping you from achieving the goal and then peeling that back a layer and saying, what are the hidden commitments that I've made in the past that are driving these behaviors, which are now opposing to what I want? And those hidden commitments are just things that you believe about yourself. You might believe that you're a clever person, right? Or you might think that you always have to be the first person to show up to work, or you might be committed to always making other people, putting other people before yourself, right? Whatever it is, And so, but then this allows you to look back and peel back the beliefs behind that. And going back to the first book, Out of the Maze, once you start to look at your own beliefs and start to question them and start to realize that you can think new thoughts and then trust those new thoughts and start to distrust your old thoughts, you know, these things all just connect. As a man thinketh, so he is. And so, you know, whatever you think about a lot and then believe in, you're going to keep creating. And so this book allows you to, it teaches you how to peel the layers away so that you can actually see what you believe and why those beliefs are now limiting you and stopping you from the changes you want. And then using the first book, you can start to try on new beliefs and start to trust in those new beliefs. And what's great about all of this is, is, is the power of knowing that you shape your own beliefs. When you're at a lower level of development with what Robert Keegan and them would call the socializing self or even the authoring self. There are three levels. They call it socializing self, authoring self, and then transforming self. When you're at the socializing self, your beliefs just come from your environment. They're just fed to you and you just accept the beliefs of your environment. And so you're just you're subconsciously accepting those beliefs. Whereas once you get to a higher level, you start to question those beliefs and start to be able to shape your own beliefs, the beliefs that you want, which empower you to become who you want to be. And you can start to change your beliefs and once you change your beliefs, you start to change what you commit to and, wh- and you start to change how you see yourself and what you believe is possible. And then that changes your actions and behaviors and ultimately your results. And so in order to actually achieve a goal, you eventually have to start to have beliefs that support that goal. And that means you've got to let go of the beliefs that don't support the goal, which means you've got to become aware of those beliefs and question them and then start to release them and replace them with beliefs that will get you where you want to go. The last book is from Dr. Joe Dispenza, which is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And this is a really great book, just talking about, ultimately, as people, we're all changing. And that in order to... It, it, the habit of being yourself is basically your current personality. We all have a personality. I actually wrote a book called Personality Isn't Permanent a few years back. Break free from self-limiting beliefs and rewrite your story. And it was largely inspired um, by this book. It wasn't inspired by it, but... Uh, I was inspired by Dr. Joseph Benz and continue to be by this book. This is a really great book, but it basically just says that in order for you to create a new reality, you need a new personality. And your personality is the habit of who you're being. Basically from a personality level, your personality is the surface. Your identity is the core, right? And the But your identity can be very changed. Your identity is just what you're committed to. It's the story you have and the commitments you make. It's the beliefs you have, right? So. Identity is more internal. Personality is more external. Personality is your behaviors and how you respond to situations. And your personality will change a lot. But in order for you to create a new future, you'll need to be a new person. You'll need to be a new version of yourself. You have to have a new personality, essentially. And and it's important to realize your personality is not innate. It's not fixed. It does change plenty over time. Lots of research shows this. But also, you can proactively design who you want to be. And this book shows you how to do that. So these are five books I heavily suggest. It, it's a big invitation to become a lot more mindful of the thoughts you're consistently thinking and also the, the beliefs that you've put a lot of trust in and also peeling back the hidden commitments. Your hidden commitments being things that you've overly defined yourself a certain way, your identity, the way you believe you, you need to act or operate, which is now be- guiding your behavior. If you can be really honest with yourself and observe your behavior, but then peel that back, and see the hidden commitments you've made, which are now limiting you, your former self rather than your future self, and ultimately the beliefs that you developed, which were shaping your former identity, and then getting to a place of being comfortable, psychologically flexible, letting go of those beliefs that are no longer supporting your future self, and then proactively creating beliefs. That's what's so cool. That's what happens when you become more mentally developed, is rather than just assuming beliefs from the outside world, you actually create the beliefs that you want and These beliefs don't come out of nowhere. Obviously, you read books and and you develop ideas and you learn principles and ideas and truths, but you ultimately create the beliefs that you have. And so this is a more proactive, powerful way of living. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in and get immediate access to all the goodies. The one-page Future Self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it. The full Future Self course and other goodies, such as my Peak State Checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies, and until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.